This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One foot onto the ice, I hold my breath and try to believe. Mm. Can I look at you with different eyes? Yes, like the girl that I was, bitch, when I was 17. Mm. The fallen empires of shattered glass The wicked echoes of my past I've seen it all before That's why I'm asking Bitch, I'm gonna start crying Will you still be here tomorrow? Or will you live in the dead of the night? So your waves don't crash around me I'm staying one step ahead of the tide Will you leave me lost in my shadows? Or will you pull me into your light? Bitch, I'm gonna start crying. Teach me how to be loved. Ooh, teach me how to be loved. I'm gonna keep going. I got caught up in the days. Mm. Ooh, hold on. Let me take a break. Mm. Of the winding roses. Such a sweet escape. Mm, mm. But I watch it all slip away like running water from my hands, raining on this picture land. Mm, boom. The fallen empires of shattered glass The wicked echoes of my past I've seen it all before That's why I'm asking And please let me know Will you still be here tomorrow? Or will you leave in the dead of the night? So your waves don't crash around me I'm staying one step ahead of the tide Will you leave me lost in my shadows Or will you leave in the dead of the night Teach me how to be loved Teach me how to be loved Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast I'm your host Solomon Ray 
beautiful rendition of Rebecca Ferguson's song, Teach Me How to Be Loved. I think she's from the UK or something, or she's somewhere over there. I think she's British, British, UK-ish. She's not white, bitch, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, she's, she's black, but, like, she's... I don't know, what do you call black people who live in the UK? Black people, right? Oh. <laughs> oh, I need to go back to school, bitch. Um, okay, so first things first, I do want to give a shout out to the girls who have rated and reviewed this podcast five stars. Bullying does work. I want to give a shout out to our guys. I love you, Solomon. You're my favorite thing to listen to. I drive a lot for work, and I listen to you. It feels like the best friend I don't have. So don't, oh, not best friend I don't have, bitch. Not not you saying the best friend I don't have, LOL. Oh, big hug. So don't be threatening me. <laughs> five stars and five stars only, all day, every day. All the best to you and your family. Thank you. That's so sweet. All the best to you, too. I'm sending it right back to you. Um, we have another one from... Papa, Papa. Love getting my Kiki in with you. First of all, congratulations on your new journey of becoming a parent. I wish you and your growing family the best of wishes and good health. I'm kind of a newcomer and discovered you on Snap, and I am now hooked on your podcast. You just keep it so real and always crack me up. There's no one like you. P.S. I just got back from Japan and I keep kept calling it Japanese the whole time because of you. Work, bitch. Wait, it's I wonder what September is like in Japan. I hear it's divine, actually. I hear September, October, and November is really divine in Japan. December and January is atrocious. And then it gets cute during the springtime. Um, but yeah, shout out to you in Japanese. We have another one from Lil Marks. That girl, first off, I have to say I'm so excited for your new journey into becoming a parent. As a mother of three little ones, I tell you it's the most rewarding but yet challenging thing I have accomplished as of yet. I've been following you on Snapchat since the beginning of the COVID pandemic, and I cannot get enough. Your podcast truly, really and truly brings me out of a funk. I swear it's like I'm talking to my best friend. Keep being you because us girls love us some Solomon. Thank you. We have another one from Simply Ty, your favorite listener. Dear Solomon, I had to write my second review because I'll be damned if there's no podcast on Thursday. Anyways, just wanted to show my love and say how much I appreciate you. Listening to your podcast and watching all the Snapchats and lives have gotten me through these past difficult years. It's like catching up with a favorite cousin every week and talking about anything. It's been a pleasure to witness you and all your success for the past three years. I'm so proud of you. Shout out to you for being an amazing human being, for simply being you. It's an honor that you share your love, light, laughter, tear. Bitch, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> wait <laughs> you know what i think it is i feel like i just don't cry throughout the week not the fact that you need to cry throughout the week but i think i just don't cry throughout the week or I just have all my emotions suspended so i think the minute i turn this podcast on and i get to like reading these things and then just talking i bitch i think that's the reason why i be crying all the time um okay back to it um 
dun, 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 dun. love you solomon p.s congrats on becoming a father you are going to be an amazing dad and that child is going to be so lucky to have you capricorns are the best my mom is a capricorn january 1st i'm a sagittarius and she is the best mom a girl could ask for annoying but the best <laughs> i know i'm gonna get on my child's nerves i know it i just know it i'm gonna get on their nerves but they gonna they gonna they gonna appreciate it later so happy <laughs> for you and tia best um ty thank you ty that's very sweet um we have one from cassidy camille conch <laughs> concha that's the title. It just says Concha. Concha, we love a clean house. But anyways, had to come save the day for the girls with my third or fourth review. Love you per usual and congratulations on becoming a father in the near future. Thank you, Cassidy, Camille. And thank you, everyone, the 751 people who have rated and reviewed this podcast five stars and five stars only. Again, bullying works. Shout out to bullying. Honestly, we might need to, like, do a campaign. You know how, like, there was a campaign for so long talking about anti-bullying? I feel like we need to get back to bullying. Okay, before I get into the show, I think we really do need to get back to bullying. And let me tell you why. So, I don't know why I put my, my reading glasses on, bitch. I ain't got nothing to read yet. Um. So, okay, this sounds very insensitive, and, but anyway, so somebody was on the internet yesterday and there's basically just like, oh, you know, I dated somebody and after the first day he asked me to be his boyfriend and we dated for like three weeks or three days or something like that. And he's violent and abusive and no, three weeks. He's violent and abusive and he basically swindled me out of $2,000 and he stole my Imodium AD and there's shit everywhere and just like a bunch of wild shit, bitch. And I'm just like, put the drugs down. Can we put the drugs down? Because I, I, what the, he was like, I met him at a music festival. Okay, so drugs were involved. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody says I love you instantly and says, bitch, I love you. I want to be your boyfriend in the first night that they meet. If so, you are on some sort of narcotic. Something is changing the chemical balances in your brain, bitch. And you're at a music festival. Put the drugs down, ladies and gentlemen. Put the drugs down. Can we put the narcotics down? We could resume the narcotics maybe at a later date. But I think for now, it's safe to say we need to put them down, babes. You know, and I think the girl, the girls were like, oh, it's crazy how y'all eating this boy up. Mind you, it was just really me. Everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Thank you. For, um, They're like, oh, you're so brave for coming forward and stuff. And I said, hold on. Skirt. Is anybody going to just be like, bitch, you in the wrong, too? Like, you know what I'm saying? Bullying works. You know what I'm I feel like we need to get back to bullying. We need to start bullying the girls on the internet. Like, it just need. we need to get back to that. And I think we're just in such an area now to where, like, the girls are just, like, so supportive and so loving and fake. And it's like, bitch, you're not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, first off, okay, now this is really fucked up. I shouldn't even say this. Damn, bitch. Shit. I'm going to say it anyways. So somebody basically posted a GoFundMe and it was basically like, I'm about to die in like a couple days or some shit. 
um, helped me for the last moments of my life or whatever. And I'm like, okay, now this sounds really fucked up. Okay, I get it. Now this is actually not a nice thing to think of. But I was just thinking in my mind, I was like, so you're trying to raise a quarter of a million dollars, but you're about to die? I'm just, I'm confused, bitch. Why am I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still alive. <laughs> Knock on wood. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm alive. Like, I like I feel like money, if you're going to donate money, I feel like money should go to people who are alive or, or maybe could potentially die. If you already got the verdict and the gavel already got, went down and it said, bitch, you will be dead in X amount of time. Yes, that's really sad that, you know, and I think you should do give very much make a wish. You know, it should be if you want to go to Disneyland, maybe we can get you the VIP pass. And you know what I'm saying? Like we I, I'm, I think that's fine. But a quarter of a million dollars, bitch, you're going to be dead now. Unless maybe the money's going to like kids or like family that depends on you, something I could see it. But bitch, when I read that, I was like, help me um, raise money. For my last few days here on Earth, I'm like, well, girl, if you about to be gone in a couple of days, which I, I know I don't have money like that. I don't know about y'all, but I ain't got no money like that. I'm sorry, I don't have the extra coinishas to be just given to the girls who are about, like, if you're about to die, like, you know, like, I could see buying a coffin or like, am I making sense? I know this sounds really fucked up and it's really not nice, and I get it. And I'm trying to, like, not be an asshole. But, like, I just wonder, like, when I read that, in my mind, I said, a quarter of a million dollars, but you're about to die in a few weeks. Hmm. Something's not adding up. Because, bitch, if that's the case, I'm I, honestly, for a quarter of a million dollars, I don't mind telling people, like, bitch, I'm about to die. I'm about to die, which is honestly a true statement. I'm going to die. I don't know when, bitch, and I hope not soon. But if you want to give me a quarter of a million dollars, bitch, we could do this. I'll run with that narrative. The girls, the thing is, the girls are just scammers on the internet. <laughs> I'm not saying this lady is a scammer. That this lady could really be in dire need of money, and I'm, I, so I'm sorry. But I'm just like, damn. Like, why does my mind always go to that? I'm like, bitch, you trying to scam? Oh, Jesus. I just um, juiced. I did purple kale, beets, um, some blueberries, celery, cucumber, green apples, ginger, and some pomegranate. And, bitch, this is antioxidant boots, bitch. It's antioxidant boots. It's giving antioxidant. It's giving glowing skin, bitch. It's giving skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really giving skinny. It's giving health. It's giving... Do you guys ever... Okay, this is a little TMI, but, like, whenever I eat kale, even if I juice it, it's the craziest thing. But if I eat it, like, in, like, a salad... I feel like the it's so rough. I feel like it's scraping my insides. No, literally, whenever I eat kale, I could feel it scraping my insides. Isn't that crazy? I know. Like it's scraping my insides. It never fucking fails. 
Or how about when you eat beets? Now, bitch. Okay, so years ago when I was doing juicing with my friend, because we were like, bitch, we're going to get skinny. Um, Never happened, really, but it's the thought that counts. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like, bitch, it's the thought. And, like, uh, I feel like if... <laughs> It's, it never really happens because I always end up in a drive-thru. More on that later. But I feel like it's the thought that counts. I feel like you get credit for trying to be skinny, you know? So anyway, so we was trying to be skinny and we was juicing and stuff. And so I did one juice with like a bunch of beets and carrots, I believe. And all of a sudden, like, you know, I go to the gym or whatever, and I did legs that day. That was, that's how it freaked me out. I did legs, and I was like, damn, my glutes is really burning, bitch. It's, you know, it's about to be on a popper, bitch. So, boom. So, I'm getting ready to go, like, take a shower or whatever, and I go, boo-boo, bitch. And I went to go flush the toilet, bitch. It was bright red. I said, oh, my God, I'm bleeding out of my booty hole. Like, I'm spiraling. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, like, internal bleeding, bitch. Like, I'm about to die. Like, whatever, whatever. Bitch, it was the beets. It, it was the beets. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful when you eat a bunch of beets because your boo-boo be red, bitch. And you be like, oh, shit, am I bleeding? Um. Anyways, let's get into the show. Um. Let's see. I had some things written down of what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Oh, my week recap. So I went to see Beyonce Friday with Serena. Um, I'm glad I went, I, you know, because it kind of forced me to kind of not. Otherwise, what would I have been doing? I would have stayed home and worked, you know. So we went. The only thing I'm glad that Serena drove because I just didn't have it in me. She drove. It was like a two hour drive. We go there. Um, the show was really good and a really good show. I feel like Beyonce is one of those girls and don't take this the wrong way, but like, I feel like Beyonce is one of those girls to where you forget how many songs you know of them, you know, like I knew, I was like, bitch, I know every single song and I don't be listening to Beyonce like that, which is crazy. And the Renaissance album, I've never, I've, I didn't, I don't think I've listened to it really. Like I've. I've never been like, oh, let me search Renaissance and hit play. You know, I just, it's, it never piqued my interest. However, bitch, why do I know all those songs? I think it has to do with TikTok or like social media. Because I, I was like, bitch, how do I know all this shit? I don't listen to this album. Because I was kind of nervous. I said, bitch, the only Beyonce album that I really feature is Four and the Lion King album, the Lion King that album those are the only two where i actually like listen to like the full body of work the other all the other albums i i don't listen to and especially not this renaissance one but bitch i knew all the words i mean i knew all the words to the songs so strange but nonetheless i do feel she is the greatest entertainer we have currently on this planet i think and and then you know what was also wild the video monitors, which were big, so it's, it doesn't matter where you were in that stadium. I think you had a really good view. But the way the video cuts and movements of the cameras were in sync with the choreography and just every aspect 
was so great and meticulous. It was like you did, there was no need to actually watch her on stage. You, it was like, bitch, I'd rather just watch the Jumbotron. It's getting all the angles, all the things we need to see, bitch. It's right there. It was so freaking good. So I would suggest if I don't know how many shows she got left. I'm sure it's just a couple more, but I would suggest going to go see the show. Um, it was really that good. And, you know, the tickets were expensive, but I didn't feel bad buying them because it was a good time for me and my friend. Um, the girls definitely looked like the fool. You know, I saw a lot of the girls looking crazy, but, you know, I kind of expected that. Um, especially from the gay community girls and the, the LGBTQ girls. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I expected that. Um, but yeah, it was a really good show. I really, really enjoyed myself. What else? What else? What else? Um, I think that's it. Let's, oh yeah, let's just get into the show. Moving right along. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, there is this video, hold on, before we get into the show, bitch, there's this video on TikTok, and this girl, oh my god, why did, why did I almost start laughing? Wow. I need to do better. I really need to pray on this. I really do, because I, I don't want to be this person. I want to, like, not laugh at things that are just really not laughable. Because I really almost busted out laughing, bitch. And this is actually not a funny thing. I promise you it was really not. And I just feel bad. Um, this girl on TikTok got busted in the head with a, a brick. And, yo, like, her whole fucking side of her head was, like, it literally was, like, like one-third swollen. It was crazy. Um, I was like, damn, bitch, why is her face so big? And anyway, so I guess... This guy asked for her number. Bitch, I could be getting all these stories completely wrong. Because you know I don't be paying attention to people. When they be like, story time, I be like, click out. I be clicking out, bitch. Because here's the thing, bitch. If you're going to give me a story time, let's let's do the story. Paint the picture. Paint, you know, tell me what it was given. What, what what was the breeze and the air like? What was, you know, what was you wearing? Like, give me the whole story time, bitch. The girls don't be giving good story times. Anyway, so boom. So I didn't really listen to it. But anyways, what I think what happened was she ended up, this guy wanted to get her number. And I think she said no. And I don't know where the brick came from. But apparently, she, I guess a brick came to fruition and I guess he slammed a brick in the side of her face or whatever and she was like all oh, these guys were sitting next to me was next to me and the guys didn't really um protect me they didn't fight him they didn't you know they didn't do anything and they just watched me get my head bashed in with a brick and you know she was like and then so people were like you know black 
women don't ever get protected and and blah, 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 blah. And there was just, it just caused a lot of dialogue from people saying like, you know, um, man, you need to like, when you see somebody in attack, you need to do something. And, you know, I got to thinking about this and it's crazy because it's literally been something that's been on my mind. And I actually thought about it last week um, before this incident happened. And I was like, I'm not that girl anymore. I'm definitely, I don't think I'm that girl. I used to be a, a rough em up girl. I really was. I used to be a let's get physical, Olivia Newton-John. Like, I was giving very much let's get physical, you know? Um, now I'm, I don't, I'm not that girl anymore. And I'm happy. I'm very happy because I will say, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but for a good portion of literally my whole life, my anger has really scared me. Um, and it's like, there's been moments where I've had like outer body experiences. It's really weird, but like I can, it's like, I'm trying to tell myself stop. Like, you know, like when you're in a dream and you're trying to like be, tell yourself to like stop doing something, but you're still in that dream and you're still doing it or you're stuck. Like that was, that would be me with my anger. Like I would be like, stop, 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 stop. And I just, my I could see like my body in slow motion or like in a suspended realm almost. Um, so needless to say, like my anger has scared me a lot because I be on zero to hundred instantly. And I really haven't been that girl lately. It's been like it for for years. Now, don't get me wrong. There's times I've, I've I've spiraled, like when I spiraled on that man at Target a few weeks ago. But um, you know, I just I don't think I'm that girl. I don't think I'm. Me and Serena used to call it like our little boohoo kitties. Like, bitch, if you find somebody out in the street or whatever, and they getting bullied or whatever, we would be like, bitch, leave them alone. But I'm not I'm not like that anymore. I'm going to definitely call 911, you know. But I'm not jumping in. I'm not. Don't ask me to jump in. Don't ask me to fight your battles. I'm not doing it. I will say the only people, hands down, without a shadow of a doubt, that I will get Olivia Newton-John, let's get physical with, is if somebody fucked with my direct immediate family and i'm talking about my mom and my daddy you know my my direct immediate family extended family is really no shade if you're listening <laughs> it's really no shade but it depends on how extended it get you know what i'm saying i don't know but my direct family my immediate family yes olivia newton john let's get physical serena yes olivia newton john let's get physical um Let's see. The the mother of my child, Tia. Yes, Olivia Newton John. Let's get physical. Um, who else? Bitch, that's it. I mean, of course, like the little babies and like kids who can't, you know what I'm saying? If it's somebody who can't fucking protect themselves, all right. Olivia Newton John, let's get physical. But aside from that, I'm not doing anything, girl. I'm sorry. And I know the girls be like, oh, bitch, y'all don't protect black women. Well, if that's going to be me, if, if, if y'all going to label, label me as I don't protect black women, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. 
I'm just one. I promise you, I'm okay with it. You could definitely label me as that. As that. I. I'm. A th please label me as that. Actually. Because I don't want to be labeled as someone who protects black women. Because I definitely don't want you to be like, well, bitch, jump in. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because the older I've gotten, the more I've looked back on physical altercations. And it scares me because I'm like, bitch, how did I get out of that? How did that not go bad? And Jonathan and I were talking maybe like a few years ago. And we are like... Bitch, all it takes is for somebody to take one. You could take anything. Because I used to be a girl. Hold on. I used to be a girl to where I'm not that big. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that tall. I'm Now I weigh like 190 pounds and got a little teeny bit of muscle on me. But back in the day, I was a little scrawny little olive oil, bitch. I was giving you demure. Okay? I was giving you twink, bitch. I was giving you... Skinny bitch. I was I, I was actually giving you skinny bitch. So, you know, like I could I don't have the force. You know, I could fight you, but bitch, if it was bitch, it was looking like a motherfucking ogre, bitch. I was grabbing whatever I could get my hands onto. I remember one time allegedly, I was at this party, allegedly, and they was fighting my whole friends, bitch. Well, it was me and two other guys that I went to the party with. And it was a whole party. It was like 20-something people fighting my two friends. And they knew I was going to whoop their ass. So they pushed me out of the apartment complex or the apartment door. And I got back in and I had this big ass, like, allegedly I had this big ass handle of, like, Bacardi. And it was empty. And I threw it into the crowd, bitch. And, like, that's the type of girl I used to be. Like, I used to be like, bitch. But now I look back on that, like me and Jonathan were talking about. Bitch, what if that would have cracked somebody's nerve in their brain or something or in their spine? or You know what I'm saying? They could have been paralyzed. They could have had ocular damage to their eyeball. Or, like, you know what I'm Like, what if it hit a, a, a fucking artery in their neck? You know, like, like, all jokes aside, like, that freaks me out a little bit, you know? And it, you never know where these street fights can go. You never know, like, what somebody going to... I remember one time, bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to expose nobody. But I remember one time, it was me, my friend, and her mom. <laughs> it's actually not funny, but... <laughs> I remember one time we was driving, and... They roll down the window and they're like, you nigger. We were in like kind of like a racist white area. And I don't know why the fuck they did that. And so we we drove, we followed them into the Vons parking lot. And um, me and my friend, we got out to go beat their ass. And her, <laughs> her mom was, she was the one who was driving. And before we could like get out the car... Um, the white person in the big ass lifted truck started walking towards us and they had a bat. And this is how crazy it is because me and my best friend, we was like, bitch, ain't no, bitch, I'll snatch that bat out your hand. Like, we was like, girl, we ain't scared about no motherfucking bat. Like, I honestly, now I am scared of a bat. If you pull out a bat on me, I'm scared. But back then I was like, bitch, I'll just grab the bat out of your fucking hands. Anyways, long story short, so... 
right when I was coming around the around the the trunk area of the car to go fight, bitch. My friend's mom was like, "Pop my trunk and get my gun." I said, "Okay." So he popped the trunk. I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna pop the trunk and get the gun." In the back of my mind, I said, "Bitch, gun." <laughs> That's I looked at my best friend. I said, bitch, gun. And the minute we said that, those white people drove off. And sure enough, my best friend's mom didn't have a gun. But we were like, but it's so funny in my mind. I was like, bitch, a gun. But like, we was about it. We're like, yeah, yeah, pop the trunk and get the motherfucking gun. Bitch, we didn't have no gun. But it makes me think like, what? We don't know what was else in that person's car. You know what I'm saying? And they were fueled by, fueled by racial hate. You know what I'm saying? And we was in a white, racist type of neighborhood. You know, we don't know what was going to happen in that parking lot. And I just look back on all these situations that I've been in. And I'm like, what if it went wrong? What if, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if that bitch would have taken the fucking bat and broke my fucking kneecaps like, you know, Nancy Kerrigan, bitch? And then what? You know, like then then what? I'm what if I'm giving Christopher Reeves just stuck in a fucking um a hot wheeler, uh, what is it called? A what's that thing? The a wheelchair, bitch. Then what? So if I see somebody, my mind you, I'm minding my own goddamn business, and I see somebody slap you across the head with a goddamn brick, I'm not jumping in, baby. If you were to ask me when I was 18, 19, 20, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, maybe. I mean, I would have. But I ain't doing that no more. I'm 36. I can't do it. I got a child I'm going to have to take care of who's going to only rely on me. I can't do shit like that. I'm going to definitely call 911. I will even drive you to the hospital, bitch. I will stay when ambulance gets there. I will give the police a police report, bitch. I'll bust out my phone. I'll I'll take photos of the, the vehicle. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. But I, the one thing I'm not going to do is get physical. I can't do it. I can't do it. I got people to live for. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I die on my own accord, cool. That's one thing. But I'm not dying because of you. And I'm not going to get physically injured because of you. Because then, let's say they pull out a brick and smash me in the motherfucking dome too, and it cracks my eyeball or like the area in my skull, and now I can't I can't see out of one eye. Then what? Then I then just to say that I saved you, or I stepped in and and we both got our ass beat. Immediately no, immediately no. And I don't understand how the girls on the internet are not trying to see that. I'm not I'm not jumping in. Mm mm. Now, if it's a child or somebody who can not defend themselves, not saying that woman could defend herself, not saying that, but if it's somebody who dead ass is just, I mean, I guess it's the same thing, but yeah, I'm not jumping in. I'm sorry. And I really, you know, I sympathize because it does suck. And I, you know, I know what it's like to literally be jumped by somebody, I got jumped on the fucking bus once and I watched the whole bus and the bus driver. I wasn't in high school. I was like 19 years old. It was like a, a what is it called? A city bus or something. And I watched the whole, like the driver and everybody just watched me get, I mean, bitch, I didn't get beat up. I, let me say it. Hold on. Let me preface this. I got jumped, bitch, but I didn't get beat up. I didn't have no black eye. I didn't have no bruises, bitch. I didn't. 
it was eight dudes, four people on the in the back of the bus and four people on the front because they wanted my motherfucking iPod. That was when iPods was a thing. And I remember I was listening to Britney Spears, um, and then we kissed the G GXL remix. <laughs> And <laughs> I remember I was just really in my, you know, I was like, and then we kiss. Your friends have sent on my lips. And then we kiss. Bitch, I was really into it, bitch. And because it was like, you know, when you first got your iPod, you're like, bitch, this is so current. Like, you can listen to anything on it. Like, you don't even got to switch the CD, bitch. I could just, it's so current. And I remember this dude was like, give me your fucking iPod, I said, bitch, <laughs> immediately no. Immediately no. And he then, like, it didn't take that long. And then he just started, like, swinging on me. Bitch, I got my ass up and we started boxing. Boxing, bitch. And there was the other four. It was him and three other people, so that was four. And then the four that was on the back of the bus, I didn't know they all knew each other and they started like jumping in too. But bitch, I was taking them all. I'm, I know it sounds crazy, but I was not letting up. And then the four that was on the back got off like, and the bus driver just kept driving and we went to the stop and then she, you know, opened up the door in the, the back of the bus and the four left and the other four that were fighting me. The guy, the main guy who wanted my iPod, honestly, he still kept fighting me. But the other three was like, bitch, I'm over it. This nigga is crazy. And we was fighting. And eventually the guy left me to fuck alone. And I just sat on the bus. And I was like, well, bitch, I got to go to work. So whatever. But it really fucked me up because I just remember looking at the bus driver like, bitch, ain't nobody going to, you ain't even going to stop the bus. Like, you're not going to like, you didn't do anything. Like nobody, you just... Literally saw these people bully and harass me. This one man bully and harass me and try to steal my goddamn iPod. And then I get jumped by eight dudes. And then you just keep, we just, whatever. Didn't do shit. And I remember feeling really shitty about that. Because I was like, damn. Like, I'm really out in these streets by myself. Like, you know, she, she didn't call the um, police. She didn't call... MTA police, because MTA got their own police. She didn't call that. She didn't do anything. She was just like, all right, girl, I got a route to do. And it wasn't like it was no silent fighting, bitch. We was, we was tearing that shit up. Like, and then I remember I was so, like, distraught and shaken. I called Serena. And she worked at Macy's at the time in Fashion Valley. And... Oh, yeah, and I, I worked at Macy's, too, in the the, the um, fragrance department. And she worked at the lingerie area. And so she was like, I called her, and on her lunch break, she, like, rushed over to the food court. Because I was like, bitch, I can't even walk into work right now. I'm, like, still, you know, like, in shock. And, but, yeah, I, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to, like, fight somebody, and then nobody's doing anything. I know what that's like. I get it. But... With that being said, bitch, I still ain't jumping in. Mm. I'm sorry, baby. You're just going to have to just deal with it. Sorry. I remember one time I was in 10th grade, I think. And I think I'm not trying to sound like a badass or anything, but like by this time, everybody like all throughout elementary school and middle school, everybody knew, bitch, don't try that boy. And by the time I got to high school, 
it still carried on. I was like, bitch, do not try him. You try everybody else, but do not try him. And I remember one time we had this one guy who was not new, who was new to our school. And I feel like I told this story in the podcast before, but he was, this girl had her legs crossed um, at her desk and he, his desk was a J, like next to hers and he had a Sharpie and he was writing on her shoes, like her, it was Converse. And you know, like the sole is a white little plastic sole or whatever, rubber sole. And she didn't know that she, he was writing like with a Sharpie marker on her shoes. And then I just remember like, bitch, are you dumb? I forgot what I said, but I was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you writing on her shit? And he stopped, and, but he got mad. He was like, he didn't say anything, but he was like pissed. And so at the end of the class, it was, our, it was U.S. history or world history. Bitch, I don't remember. Um, but we had a substitute teacher, this white lady. And the, sort of the bell rang, and I believe it was the last class of the the school like it was six period or some shit like that and i didn't even i forgot all about this didn't even think too much of it and then all of a sudden i got up and he starts like punching me bitch we tore that whole room up bitch and it was so it's not funny but it was funny because the white lady who was like she was like oh my god what is going on what is going on we was tearing that room up bitch we was swinging them chairs, everything. And I remember I had a fossil watch, which I think I got for Christmas. And it had a big, huge-ass heavy bezel. And it had, like, this long, like, super, like, maybe, like, two-inch thick, um, maybe, like, an inch and a half thick leather band. And I remember I took it off, and I just held it, and I was, like, whomping on his head. Because the, cause the, the bezel of the the, I mean, the, the, the watch head or whatever was really fucking heavy. And I was like, whomping on him, bitch. He walked up and left. I never saw him a day in my life. But again, I was like, bitch, not me just getting attacked. I think that day I did have, that was one of the first and only times I ever got in a fight. And I actually had like, like a little bump on my head or something. I remember that because I remember I was like, damn, bitch, should I go to the nurse's office? Bitch, I think I did. And she gave me ice. Yeah. Yeah, that was the only time I've ever had like a bruise or something. Um, But yeah, I was like, damn, like ain't nobody going to do anything. So, bitch, I get it. I've, I've been in a lot of altercations where people do not jump in <clears throat> and they do not come and save a hoe. And I, it does not feel good. I will say it does not feel good to just be like... To, to be assaulted and to just be publicly assaulted and people just going about their business because you feel like you just feel helpless. Like you feel like you're fighting against something and it would be nice if somebody did something, but you know, they don't always do it. But I will say this, bitch. I will call the police. I will do stuff like that, but I'm definitely not jumping in no more. I'm not. I can't do it. Unless you are part of the people I really fuck with and love and you, you know, and even that needs to be like, bitch, it needs to be on an attack. It can't be like a verbal nothing. <laughs> it can't be no verbal like, fuck you, bitch. What did you say? No, we got it's, it has to get Olivia Newton John physical. And then it's going to be physical on physical. But bitch, if I don't know you, you're out of here. I 
that I just thought that was so wild. But good luck to that lady. I hope, you know, her swelling goes down. Because he really did. That I didn't know a Brit could do something like that, bitch. Damn. A contusion, honey. A contusion. <sighs> All right. Moving right along. A smooth operator. I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator. I'm a smooth operator. All right. So now on to... TMZ Topics. All right, so let's see what's going on in celebrity gossip. Lenny Hotstein suit. Don't know who that is. Move right along. Um, oh, wait, is it the, the girl from Miami Housewives? Anyways, move right along. David Beckham surprises Mark Anthony at Walk of Fame ceremony emotional speech. Oh, that's cute. Move right along. Um... Danny Masterson sentenced to 30 years in prison in rape retrial. Who is this? Bitches look like one of them that 70 show people. Oh my God, that is. How do I know this? I don't watch that white shit. Wow, he got convicted for 30 years. Do I really want to read this? He was convicted on two rape counts. Mm, I don't really care. Damn, moving right along. Um, designer pleading guilty to indecent exposure after pleasuring himself on the plane. <laughs> Bitch, let me read this. Designer wants to put his recent past as a mid-flight masturbator behind him, agreeing to plead to a plea deal that he hopes will allow him to avoid jail time. According to legal docs obtained by TMZ Hip Hop, designer is the fact that there is a sector called TMZ Hip Hop sends me. Designer is set to enter the plea guilty plea September 8th, agreeing to the recommended sentence of two years probation, 120 hours of community service, a $5,000 fine, and a public apology to the flight's attendants. We broke the story. The panda rapper was busted after returning home on a flight from Japan. <laughs> Where prosecutors say he told flight attendants he was brick hard. <laughs> God damn. He allegedly dropped a jar of, ew, lubricating Vaseline in the aisle and eventually had to be monitored for the duration of the flight. Gross. Following the incident, designer immediately apologized and claimed he's attended 19 court-appointed counseling therapy sessions since the incident. He also says he voluntarily submitted himself for drug testing, which he says came back clean. Designer's attorney is asking the judge not to impose any travel restrictions that would slow his movement as a professional museum, insisting he has tours planned <laughs> for all over the world <laughs> in 2023 and 2024. Designer's management team is also stating he's been pouring his heart and soul into his upcoming music. <laughs> In his upcoming music as part of his personal growth. <laughs> Cheers to ha a happy ending for all. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I didn't know he was going to be on a world tour, bitch. I didn't know whatever um let's see let's see let's see some shit about the girl who got hit in the head with 50 cent um ja rules ja rule 50's mic throwing misery is my joy enjoy the lawsuit 
Oh, okay. Uh, moving right along. Jim Graham, no criminal charges. Breaking, I don't know who that is. Moving right along. Um, let's see. I don't know who this person is either. Moving right along. Don't know who this person is either, but wait. One chip challenge. Company pulls chip from stores after teen's death. Oh my God. Pocky, the company responsible for the viral one chip challenge, is yanking the product off of store shelves in response to a teenager who died after eating the product. The company has... The company has a statement at the top of its website saying the challenge is, quote, is intended for adults only with clear and prominent label highlighting the chip is not for children or anyone sensitive to spicy foods. Hmm. Pocky says it's seen an uptick in minors jumping in on the challenge despite the warning label on the packaging, adding the company's now, quote, working with our retailers to remove the product from shelves. The company is even even offering refunds to folks who have already purchased the challenge, who already purchased the challenge. Unclear if it's the end of the product or if the plan is to ditch the product and come up with a new option. But Pocky says the product already adheres to food safety standards. As we reported, 14-year-old Harris Woloba died in Massachusetts last week. According to his mother, his passing was a result of complications he suffered from consuming the chip at school. While Harris's official cause of death is still pending, his mother claims the school contacted her on Friday after a stomach ache he had after eating the Pocky chip, but allegedly was feeling better when he got home. However, she says he collapsed and was rushed to the hospital not long after where he was pronounced dead. Harris's mother has been... Mm, Harris's mother has been pointing fingers at Harris's school, mainly for not taking him straight to the hospital when his stomach started hurting, which potentially could have saved his life. Mm. For more viral news, tune in to TMZ Verified Podcast. Not these, all these different sectors of TMZ. Um, hmm. Um... Uh, uh, how did he, how did how was this connected to his death though that's what I'm trying to figure out you know what I'm saying like guess yes I heard that these um it has a Carolina pepper or whatever in it and they are really spicy but I don't see how that would cause death i mean i'm not a doctor or anything but there has to be some sort of underlying um issue and i'm sure they're going to want to investigate further if there's even a potential lawsuit or if even if they are to put pocky into blame for something like this i'm sure pocky would want to do their own independent um, investigation and look into this because, bitch, this don't seem right. There must have been, like, an underlying issue, I'm sure. A blood clot, an aneurysm. This don't sound like, you don't just, I don't, I can't imagine you eating this and be like, damn, that shit is spicy. And then all of a sudden you go home and you just collapse and die. You know? Hmm, let me read the back of this. It says, um, the back of the packaging. It says, keep out of reach of children. 
intended for adult consumption. Do not eat if you are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capacitin, or are pregnant or having any medical conditions. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. Seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. Damn, maybe it do can kill people, damn bitch. Damn, that's crazy. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Anything else really good? Um Chipotle, pissed customer attacks worker. Burrito bowl thrown in face. Um, damn, that sucks. But moving right along. Um, Cardi B, scratch and sniff CDs, rubs and licks them for fans. Oh, this is crazy. So there is this. I'll just read it. <clears throat> Cardi B is giving a few fans a little more bang for their buck with her upcoming Bongos collab with Megan The Stallion. They're getting a bit of Cardi's essence along with their signed CDs. And eager Cardi B gave into a few CD fans' demands and did her best to create scratch and sniff versions of the CD cover art. While live on IG Tuesday night, she rubbed copies between her legs, her boobs, and of course, her ass cheeks. If that wasn't enough for fetish-loving fans, she also licked several copies in an attempt to tone down the nasty. Um, Cardi and Meg have a near-diamond collab with their 2020 hit WAP and are presumably picking up where the success left off with Friday's release of Bongos. The track might also jumpstart the campaign on Cardi's new album. Um, yeah, I saw this online where she's literally licking the... CDs and you know rubbing them on her body which I feel is kind of like a biohazard but I don't know seems kind of weird um Croy Beerman to Kim Zosiak sign off on this home sale stat do it for our kids sake Croy Beerman is tired of petty swipes with his estranged wife Kim Zosiak amid their divorce, and he's making one urgent plea. Sign off on the sale of their home ASAP. The ex-NFL star attorney Bergston tells us Kim's recent on-camera suggestion that Croy asking a court to let him put the Georgia mansion on the market was actually her idea, is simply posturing. Okay, and it's meaningless considering how dire things are. Bergston says Corey is over the game ship and simply wants what is best interests of everyone involved, including their four children. Damn, I didn't know they had that many kids. And that boils down to selling this house yesterday, collecting whatever equity they can and pay off a ton of debt. Per KB's attorney, the family's deep in a the family's deep in the hole right now, worth north of a million bucks. And they're also on the verge of having their home foreclosed on for good, despite Croy's best effort to sell personal items and make mortgage payments. Damn. Unless they act soon, we're told they'll be out on the streets with other bill collectors continue to come after them. Bergster... Bergstrom says the only way to rectify their financial situation is one fell swoop to sell the house. And Croy is basically begging his wife to come to the table and sign a joint consent agreement that'll get this ball rolling. Croy has gone to court in the meantime, saying that he says 
Kim has failed to meet him halfway, requesting an emergency hearing to get permission from a judge directly. But Bergstrom says that that is unnecessary if Kim just plays ball. All right, damn, she got skinny. She on Ozempic? Bitch, I need some Ozempic, bitch. Damn, she looks so skinny. Wow. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know, bitch. Damn. You know what I found out about Ozempic? I might have shared this with y'all, but it's directly linked to birth defects. If men take these things, it's directly linked to birth defects if they have a baby boy. Isn't that crazy? So, bitch, I'm not fucking around with nobody's Ozempic. I'm not, bitch. Ooh. Um, let's see. Anything else? Good. Anything? Blueface mom. I don't really care. Bitch, Krayshawn or Krishan. And what's her name? What's his name? Blueface. They had their baby and child. I just feel like they, who, betterhelp.com need to give that baby a lifetime supply of therapy. Mm-hmm. That baby gonna need some therapy, uh, I feel so bad for that child. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay, that's enough of TMZ. It wasn't really that good this week, so move right along. All right, so if you want to write into the show, send in your questions to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. This week we have a letter from doesn't say so anonymous. Um, dear Solomon, I hope this letter finds you well. I've been an avid listener of your show and have always appreciated your insightful advice. Today, I'm reaching out to you with a predicament that, bitch, where are my glasses? There we go. With a predicament that many in the digital age can relate to, online dating. Over the, girl... Over the past years, I decided to give online dating a try. While I've met some interesting people and had a few enjoyable dates, I find myself facing a series of dilemmas that are making me question whether this is the right path to finding love. One of the many challenges I've encountered is the prevalence of superficiality. Come on, prevalence of superficiality. It often, not be reading that too really quickly too. Bitch, work for me. Oh my God, I feel smart. Um, it often feels like people are more interested in swiping left or right based off of looks alone, rather than taking the time to get to know each other on a deeper level. How can I navigate this culture of snap judgments and ensure that I'm connecting with someone who values more than just appearances? Additionally, I've noticed that some individuals I've met with seem to be leading double lives. They present themselves one way online only to reveal significant inconsistencies or even deception when we meet in person. How can I better spot the red flags and protect myself from being misled or hurt? Solomon, I'm at a crossroads with online dating and I'm certain about the best way and I'm uncertain about the best way moving forward. I look for a genuine connection and loving relationship with the road to it seems filled with obstacles and uncertainties. Your insight and advice on navigating these online dating dilemmas would be immensely appreciated. Thank you for considering my letter and your guidance on matters of the heart. Um, as far as online dating, I mean, I don't, I mean, I think in theory it seems fine to me. Like, but you want to know what's crazy? 
I'm genuinely not attractive to people online. It's so wild. I can recognize someone being attractive online, but I think I'm more attracted even physically to someone when I when they're in when I'm in person. Like I find myself fall not falling in love, but like having like a little crush on someone when I'm like meet them in real life or like I'm in the same room with them or like see them in motion. It's really hard for me to wrap my head around photos or you know so it doesn't really work for me um but i feel like it's also like now okay i think my girlfriends who do the online dating thing they read into the photos a lot. Like, they'll be like, all right, well, he's wearing this. So that means he's this. He's in this place. So that means this. And it means all this shit. Whereas I think, guys, we don't do that. We're just really looking at, like, are you attractive or not? Um, and, okay, no, also no shade. But, like, are you attractive? Are you, like, bitch, is it all nothing but face photos? Bitch, what a body photo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it it, get, it does give that. Um and, okay, so this is really fucked up, but, like, I remember one time I was looking at this person. I was like, oh, my God, he has such a beautiful face. And then on his social media, I was like, ooh, bitch. Like, the size of a blimp. And it's so crazy because it's like, damn, bitch, like, here I am. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, like, small or, like, super skinny, but... I'm not that big of a person. And I'm like, damn, bitch, like, how do I lose that? How, how do I lose weight in my face? My face is so round and chubby, which is great for anti-aging. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes you look younger. But still, I'm like, how are the girls? Like, you know what? I'd be really wondering, like, how are you that big? Like, this person was ginormous. They were the size of, like, a U-Haul truck, bitch. And I was like, damn, how does your face look so skinny and cute? But then your body is just like, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with like a big body. But I was just like, I, I think I was just shocked at like the, dis not the discrepancy, but like the juxtaposition of like this very svelte looking chiseled face. And then this ginormous, humongous, ginormous, huge body, bitch. I was like, this is crazy. Anyways, um, so, but you know what? That's just the name of the game, bitch. Like, it's really no shade, but when you're doing online dating, the girls are really just really looking for what you look like. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have the, the chance to, like, be at a party and get to know someone or have a conversation. You don't have that chance to, like, meet someone naturally. So you're just really swiping. And I just, you know, I just can't imagine, like, there's no other way of getting to know people. It's so superficial because the whole app is based off of being superficial. Of like, you're swiping left or right. I don't know what none of those mean, but you're swiping to um, on who you think is attractive or who catches your eye, at least. Um, And it's, you know, it's hard to say. Like, you can't really look at someone and be like, oh, this person's going to be funny. This person is going to be sweet. You never know. But I do know the girls be do be living different lives. Um, um, they do be given deception, bitch. Because when I was on my little hinge, bitch, the girls was having full-on relationships. Yep. Full 
on relationship. I was, I was like, damn, bitch, this is crazy. Yep, 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 yep. Um, what else did you say, bitch? Um, um, how can I navigate this culture of snap judgments and ensure that I'm connecting with someone who values more than just appearances? Um, I don't know. I don't think you can, girl. I think you might need to like meet somebody in person and go that way. Yeah, because I don't think they say, I just feel like online dating just doesn't work. You know, I just feel like it's just, it's hard, I think, for people to have a connection like that. Unless you get like, unless you're talking for a very long time and getting to know someone, but even then, it's different. You got to be in, you. it, it got to be in person, I feel. So, I don't know, girl. I think I would just delete the app, child. Honestly, be single, bitch. It's so much more lit. It's so much more lit. Yeah. I wish I can give you some better advice. I just... I just feel like you guys asked me for like relationship advice and I'm just so far removed from ever wanting to be in a relationship. So like, I just don't have, the stakes aren't high enough for me. I don't care about relationships. I don't care about romance. I just don't, those are not things I want in my life. So it's really hard for me to like give solid advice that I think you guys could use. Like, I really feel like my advice comes from a place of, I don't really care. So you shouldn't either. And I know that's not realistic because people, 99% of the population cares about love and romance and finding a partner. I just don't have that quality, but, um, yeah, girl, let's see. Um, but the road to it seems filled with obstacles and uncertainty. You're, yeah, girl, I, I would just give it up. Mm -hmm. Just give it up, delicious. And that's all I can say, moving right along. All right, so this week, I do have a little bit of beef. My first beef is just going to be with ExxonMobil. So I went to go pump gas. I don't even know if it was a, a Circle K or... I don't even know what ExxonMobil is. Cause I don't think I went to an ex. I don't honestly. I don't even know, bitch. I just be rolling into the gas station and just <sighs> pumping gas. But anyways, so I put my card in, and then I pumped my gas and whatnot, and then I drove off. And I looked at my um, American Express popped up and it said, you know, three hundred and fifty dollar pre authorization charge. And I was like, bitch. $350, Greg? That's crazy. Like, I've gone to Arco, and they've done the whole little $100 thing. I've even had pre-authorizations for $150. Three, I mean, $150. Uh, $350, Greg? Bitch, let me do the math. Let me just really do the math. $350 divided... By how much is the average thing of gas? $5.50. 63. You mean to tell me, ExxonMobil, you think people have six gas tanks that could hold 63 gallons of gas? Bitch. How many gallons? Hold on. How many gallon tank 
um, does F-150 have? I don't know. I don't even know what a fucking F-150 is. 23 gallons. 60. What? What? How much gas am I, am I, am I using for $350? Am I just bugging? I feel like that's really out of this world. And the thing about it is. You know, they be holding on to that little 350 and once you, let's say you got, I don't know, $50 worth of gas, they, you know, then they give you back that 300 But, bitch, let's say, you know, let's say you don't get paid till Friday. You know what I'm saying? Let's say you only got $500 in your bank account till Friday till you get paid, bitch, but you need to get your ass to work. So, you put, you put the gas in, bitch, and let's say you don't even want to spend $50 on gas. You only need about $20 to, like, spread it out till, till Friday, bitch. And you pump your gas on the Tuesday, but they pre-authorized your share for $350. Now you only got a $150 that you can maneuver with. That's fucked up. And that's crazy, Exxon. Y'all don't got to be doing that to the girls. Y'all don't got to be doing it to me either. $350 fucking dollars is out of this world. Because ain't nobody got 63 gallons gas tanks, bitch. We're driving regular, regular commercial vehicles. What the fuck you think we doing? Cross country, bitch. Hold on. Um, largest gas tank in a truck. 48 gallons. This is the Ford Super Duty pickup truck. 48 gallons of gas. Damn, that's a lot too. <laughs> what is the largest gas tank? Um, I'm a, I, this is so wild to me. I should have never did the math. Um, liters, bitch. I can't. I don't even know what liters is. Why are we doing liters? This is so stupid. Yeah, the Ford Super Duty, 181 liters, which is equivalent to something about 48 gallons. Yeah, bitch, 48 gallons ridiculous i think that's really i you know i saw that and i said bitch i'm about to write in i'm about to really write a letter to exxon mobile i know that sounds crazy but i just feel like those are the things we need to be fighting for so i got beef with that um i also have a little bit of beef with the homeless girls and let me explain so i went to so there's this starbucks in san diego that a few months ago or like, yeah, maybe like two, a few months ago by now that closed their doors. It's been there for years and they closed the store. And the reason because they closed the store is because of the homeless people. The homeless people were of a disturbance. So I was going to Starbucks right before I was going to the gym because I was like, oh, bitch, I'm going to, you know, get me a Frappuccino. Then now this sounds crazy, but the Frappuccino has like sugar in it and carbs. And so I do that, a small one and a um, a banana that I both get from S Starbucks. And um, it gives me, it's it kind of works like a really good pre-workout for me. Like it really gets me through my workout. So I was like, let me just go real quick. Boom, closed. So I said, okay, let me go to another one. Boom, closed. And then I was like, well, bitch, now I'm about to just give up and not it, maybe the Lord is telling me, bitch, you ain't got no business going to work out. So I'll, I'll, there was one like a block away. So I went to an, the next one and the lobby was closed. We were like, we close our lobby at 5 p.m. 
bitch, why? So I asked the lady, because I was at the, the drive-thru, and I said, oh, I'm going to do this, plus a banana. She's like, we stopped selling bananas. I said, are you serious? I said, this is crazy. Like, we need to call 911. And she started laughing and stuff like that. But I was like, no, we need to call. Like, who do we call? Like, Kamala Harris? Who's in charge of the bananas with Starbucks? Because I'm I'm really here for the banana, not so much for the, the frappuccino. I'm really here for the banana. And then I was like, I have another grievance, lady. Now that you don't have bananas, why is your lobby closed? She was like, because of the homeless people. Bitch. What are we doing with the homeless people, Biden? What are we doing with the homeless people, Elon? What are we doing with the homeless people, Jeff? Okay. Kimberly. Kimberly. Kimberly Noel Kardashian. What are we doing with the homeless people? Ryan Murphy. Tyler Perry. What are we doing with the homeless people? Because at this point, it's just fucking asinine because I'm stuck in two areas. The homeless girls get on my goddamn nerves. They they're really work, they work my nerves. But at the same time, I'm like, bitch, if we got all this money that we could delegate for just national security, wars, and all this other bullshit, which is, you know, I'm not I'm not one of those girls who are like, oh, bitch, defund the military and you know let's not have our military no, no 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 it's i'm not i'm not that girl so go run that with somebody else it's not going to be with me um cuz i do believe in you know bitch i'm the girl who's like bitch let's blow these bitches out you know what i'm saying like just i like a little strong arm bitch i'm a strong arm type of girl but anyways that's not really here nor there so i'm definitely just feel like bitch if we can spend all this money on wars and just um, producing weapons and national security, which is great. I love that. Let's keep that going. But can't we spend at least half a billion on the homeless girls? We we can't do nothing. We can't give them resources so they can get their medications. Because they need a lot of them need a medication, child. They need a 30-day supply. Okay. They need themselves a little 30-day supply and they need to be monitor to take that medica medication they need a place to wash their ass okay and we need we need to hire people okay to um to sh show them how to bathe bitch no for real where the fuck was i where the fuck was i oh i had to go to the hospital recently and there was a homeless person in the waiting room and bitch, they was far at the end of the, the waiting room. Why can I smell them? I could really smell them. And I'm like, this is crazy. And bless the people who work at the hospital. They were just so nice to that man. And you know, as you should, but I mean, I don't know if that's a job I could do. I don't think that's something I could really genuinely do. Cause I just, it's the funk. The funk is just too deep. It's too deep. It's not good, not healthy. You know, I don't think I could do that. But um, shout out to them for dealing with it. But I just feel like we need to start delegating money to helping the homeless people. Like Now, I'm definitely someone who cannot stand the homeless people anymore. And I know that bothers some people, and that's fine. But I'm also, at the same time, still believe we need to have resources for them.
they deserve to have a place to like wash themselves and sleep and be safe and not, you know, out in these streets. They, you know, if you need medication to help, you then we need to be able to get that to them. You know, and sometimes these bitches, these, sometimes these homeless people just need somebody to talk to and to just be viewed as human beings. Sometimes, you know, that's really all it takes is just somebody to talk to and to view you as a human being. I think that is a human necessity. We all need to be viewed as humans and to be respected as such. And that should be extended to the homeless girls. I remember, when was it? Maybe like two months ago, I was dropping off orders, left the um, post office. And the post office is just like a cesspool of the homeless girls, bitch. And this lady started walking up to me. I said, oh, Lord, here we go. Jesus, Lord, please keep the hepatitis away from me. So she come walking up to me. And I was like, uh-oh, Jesus. And I was like, all I got is $5. <laughs> I said, all I got is $5. And she was like, no, 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 no. Um, I just want to know, if, do you have any shoes? And I was like, oh, my God. And I realized I do have shoes in the back of my trunk. Now, these are shoes that I bought for Egypt. I thought these were some cute little sandals. They're black, black, um, like leather sandals. And I never wore them, never did anything with them. And I don't know why they were in my trunk, but I kept thinking like, maybe I'm going to throw them away. I don't know. I, I generally, I have no idea why they were in my trunk. So anyways, which I'm like looking now in hindsight, I'm like, bitch, maybe this is the reason why they were in my trunk. But she was like, you got some shoes? I said, oh my God, bitch, Yes. So I popped over my trunk and I gave it to her. She was like, work. She was so fucking happy. And she was just so thankful. And I gave her like the little $5 that I have. Fast forward to like two to three days later, I go back to drop off some more orders. And there she was in her wheelchair. And she was like, this is so funny. It was so cute. But she was like, where she was sitting in her wheelchair and she was putting her feet up in the air, dangling her feet, showing me. She was like, look. And I couldn't hear her because my windows was up. But I was like, Oh, my God. And she was just, like, dangling her feet. She said, look at my shoes. And I was like, yes, bitch. So when I came out the, the thing, I had a little bit more money. I gave it to her. And she was talking to somebody else. She said, look, I, he, do you like my shoes? And she was just so happy. And it really kind of let me know that, like, you know what? Sometimes, I mean, I'm not going to sit and have a long, deep, in-depth conversation with you because I don't have that type of time. But, um... <laughs> I promise you, I have a heart of gold. I really do. I just, it don't seem like it right now. <laughs> but I just, it dawned on me, I was like, you know, sometimes people just need to be seen as humans. And, you know, all this lady wanted was some damn shoes. And yeah, I was just really happy that she was able to get it. But it was like, damn, you know, we could, there should be resources for this lady to be able to get some clean clothes. I'm sure there are, but, you know, a place for her to not just be, it was fucking the dead of fucking summer, like hot as fuck summer. And she's out at like the, when the sun is out high, bitch. And she was burnt crispy, bitch. I was like, damn, she don't got no sunscreen. She ain't got nothing, bitch. But, you know, she ain't got no shoes. She was in a wheelchair. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. And we don't got no resources we can give them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just seems like, what are we doing?
because there's businesses that are getting like if Starbucks is closing, oh my God, was it Nordstrom that closed in San Francisco because of the homeless girls? Yeah, like there's all these places that are like, bitch. Oh, a Whole Foods. I think it was Whole Foods in San Francisco. Bitch, it might have been Nordstrom too. But I know homeless, I mean, Whole Foods closed because of the homeless girls in San Francisco. And I know the home, I mean, the Whole Foods in Harlem, they closed. I mean, maybe it's like later, but when I lived there, it was like 7 p.m. And I'm like, now what fucking grocery store got to close at 7 p.m.? And some of the fucking, um, and the Starbucks that was across the street from the Whole Foods in Harlem, they would, sometimes they wouldn't even open. Sometimes the whole, the whole day they were like, we're closed for the whole day. I'm like, bitch, what? I mean, I know the homeless people is crazy in this corner. On 125th, bitch, crazy. But, I mean, I know it was bad, but I didn't know it was that bad. Like, damn, bitch. But I just really need the homeless girls to just come on. Um, now, this ain't got nothing to do with beef, but um, I did read that Angela Bassett is getting an honorary Oscar January 9th. I like that. The girls online are really pissed. They said, how disrespectful, how rude, blah, 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 blah. But hear me out. I think Gen Jennifer Lopez, Angela Bassett has only been nominated twice. I think she was nominated for What's Love Got to Do With It when she played Tina Turner and for The Wakanda Forever. I think those are the only times she's ever been nominated and she lost twice, which sucks. However, when you look at it like that, two losses... That does suck. However, she has such an incredible body of work that transcends music. I mean, not music. That is not just movies, but also television as well. So I think an act, an award such as an Oscar, that's, you know, basically about acting excellence. I think this works. I mean, granted, she should have her own standalone, you know, Oscar for a role that she played specifically and acknowledging that role. However, I think a, uh, an award that kind of encompasses your whole body of work as an actor is kind of cool, too. You know, because the Oscars don't nominate you for work that you've done on television, you know. So I think this is cool. I know the girls online are upset about it, but I'm like, you know what? When you sit back and think about it, I think this is this works. Um, so shout out to Angela Bassett and um, moving right along. All right. So final thoughts. Uh, um. What do I got final thoughts with? Um, curse him out today, bitch. Curse him out today. Do it today, bitch. Break up with him today. That is really my final thought. Break up with him today, please. I feel like we need to go on, like, I feel like maybe in a hundred years, if we're still alive, if global warming ain't taking our asses out, um, I think we're going to look into things and be like, did we ever need to be in monogamous relationships? Did we ever need to be with someone? You know? Life is so much more lit when you ain't got nobody. I mean, I get it. You know, some of the girls are probably with a man. and be like, yeah, but you don't even know. But bitch, I don't know. I just feel like I don't want nobody telling me 
asking me shit. I just feel like it's just so much better being alone. Um, but yeah, curse him out today. Break up with him now. And that's really it. There's still a sale on... Um, oh, there's two sales going on right now with Sorry Beauty Bitch. So right now, with any purchase of $80 or more, you can pick between a free gift of the eye cream or the face wash. That's one sale. The other promo is, you know, the buy one, get one half off collagen serum. So it's two promos going on right now. Sadly, you can only pick between one of the two. If you want both, you have to place two different orders. Um... The system doesn't allow y'all to do all of them at once. So feel free to place in your orders at sawraybeauty.com. And I know y'all gonna hate this because this is only an hour and 20 minute episode, but that's kind of really it, girls. Ah! <laughs> Did I have anything else I was writing to? Let me see. Yeah, I don't think I wrote anything aside. That was it, bitch. Yeah, that's about it. So take care of yourself and each other. Bye.